0: Vineyard Westside welcomes everyone. It doesn't matter where you've been or what you've done. Come as you are, because we believe that love wins, period. Hey! You always got my back. I love you. Hey, how you doing? Man, thanks for coming. Thanks for being here. Um, it's, it's just one of those things I don't know how... How long have we been doing this? 18 years? Is that right? We've been doing this for 18 years now. Um, And we've moved from a bunch of different places. We met in a coffee house. We met in people's homes. We met in um, a high school cafeteria at Dater. Uh, We met at the Danbury Dollar Saver movie theater in the nastiest conditions. Man, your foot would stick to the floor and it was because it was in a rat and just stuck. We moved into this place um, I don't know how many years ago now. I'm not good with things like that. Um, and we just got to make it into a home and people have been... Um, man, they, they've found not, not just God here, but they've found their people. like People who didn't have their people. And that's the thing that I love seeing. I love seeing... Those of you who are in groups together, those of you who, who will, you know, at three o'clock in the morning when things go sideways, that now all of a sudden you have a person to call. Man, I just, anyways, I'm going to ramble. I, I, I love, I love this place. And so uh, thank you for, thank you for letting me be the, the part of it that I get to be. Um, as Jenny said, we, we have a big really big deal coming up uh, with our baptism service here in a couple weeks. Um, this is something that over the years we've, we've celebrated at really huge levels and then smaller. Sometimes we've done it indoor and it just didn't feel right. And so we're going to be going back to the outdoor baptisms um, where it's just a big party and we get to, to celebrate together and we get to watch person after person come up and just get dunked. And we get to cheer for them. And for whatever reason, I remember uh, before I ever got baptized and I was in church for the first time when I was about 18 or so and I didn't believe and um, I was pretty sure I was just going to keep not believing and I was just going to put on a um, kind of a show for my, uh, you know, my future wife uh, so that I could Keep making out with her. <laughs> uh, but I get all of a sudden, we see these baptism videos of these people, and I start crying for some reason. I'm crying for some reason. I don't even, I have no idea why. Why am I crying with these people getting dunked underwater? For for some reason, I've never had it. I don't even think that I believe. I don't know if I know who Jesus is. But I'm watching uh, in, a 70-something-year-old man get dunked under the water by his son, and I'm just bawling my eyes out because I know there's this thing about it that you know that this has to do with such a journey. Like, this has to do with such a, a story. This has to do with such a, a, a surrender. It has to do with even if you don't believe. Like, what what went into this? We don't like letting ourselves surrender to stuff. Like, we do not like that. Um, That was one of the scariest words for me ever when they started throwing that around at church. Surrender. I was like, what? It just feels, it feels, uh, it feels like the thing that I want to run away from, of course. Um, And then, You come to find out it's the thing that you do again and again and again. You surrender different parts of yourself over to God. That you're giving him more access to more rooms in the house. That maybe I let you in this front foyer or hallway area or whatever at first. And that was about it. All the other doors were locked. Everything was closed off. But now I'm opening more and more and more of them up. I'm letting you into more and more stuff to see more of the real me. To see, man, you're seeing my my garbage. My stuff that... Um, that really only I know how much of a, a turd I am. <laughs> but you know too. The thing about baptisms happening is it's, um, it, it can be a super confusing thing to people, especially. On the west side of Cincinnati, uh, the majority of you probably grew up going to Catholic church. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, we, we know from different research studies that we've done, it's over 70%, um, at least within our church body. And so that that is a thing that you grew up with. And when I say baptism, you're like, you mean the thing where they, you know, they grab the, the little handy duty of water and then they do a little sprinkle? Like that? What are you? I ain't talking about that. I'm not talking about that. Um, I'm, that's... People can do it how they want to, but he, we save the sprinkles for the ice cream. <laughs> and we dunk them. Because there's a bunch of symbolism involved in that. And our God is a symbolic God. He, all the time he does things that don't really make sense because they, they're a symbolic thing doing something else. Jesus, uh, his, his ministry, his public ministry started right when he got baptized. That was the inauguration of it. Like we inaugurate a president and that's, you know, but they don't take, they don't even take office yet. But when we inaugurate them, that's the beginning, that's the beginning of it. That's the start of us saying, Mr. President, right? That's the inauguration. When Jesus was baptized that day, it was his inauguration of, it's on like Donkey Kong. Because Jesus was... Under the radar, we don't know about miracles that he was doing. We know that he was in school. We know that he grew up. We know that he became a carpenter. We know these different things. But he was not ministering to people and doing miracles yet. And as soon as he gets baptized, it's the inauguration. It's the beginning of it. Baptism gets kind of weird for other people because um, we have... There are people who have gone to church here for, I don't know, you've probably been coming here 10 plus years, and we've done this a million times, and we've talked about baptism and what it means, and you're like, yeah, 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 Uh, but you never got baptized, like you've never been baptized before, and you've thought about it maybe at some point, like, wouldn't that be weird? Wouldn't that be weird now? Yeah, kind of. I, 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 we're weird. I mean, the kingdom of God is weird. It's the, it's the upside down with good stuff in it. <laughs> like it's, it doesn't make any sense. We do things in a, a different, a different way in the kingdom of God. So yeah, it is, it is weird. Maybe the way that you grew up, but not now. And so there's people out there that are sitting, and we've talked about it forever, and you're like, yeah, I don't think I'm ever gonna do it. And also that think things like, I hope that I. I hope I don't lose my salvation because I didn't get baptized. I hear that one. Then we get people who call on the phone and say, um, Yeah, I want to wonder, when do you guys have baptism scheduled this year? And they're wanting to know, like, it doesn't matter what it is, we'll say, Actually, we're not going to be doing it for about six months. And they're like, Yeah, just I want to sign up. Like, do you come to church here? Like, um it's that's just always kind of a strange thing and I I, we really on baptism days we have people that show up that are only here if they're like several years ago we had a squirrel problem here at church like there was a serious squirrel problem that we couldn't figure out and so what I did is I ended up baptizing them (laughs) because you know they're probably only going to show up like Christmas maybe now Easter, Now that they're baptized they're not going to be showing up regularly. We get a lot of those people who and they want to get baptized every year. That, that's, that's weird. <laughs> Baptism is um, you know, like our, our relationship that we have with Jesus, if you have one, if you've surrendered your life to him then that's what we would say you have a relationship with Jesus now. Our relationship with Jesus is like a marriage between the two who become one, it says. So a marriage is kind of like that relationship that we have with Jesus. But a wedding, a wedding is like your baptism. It's an event. It's like the kickoff of something. Your wedding is the kickoff of your marriage, right? But it's not like the big, important, massive thing that is the only thing that matters. You don't even have to have a wedding. The marriage is the thing that's the relationship. The wedding is more like the baptism, One of the things that, um, that we always talk about here is the, uh, just the way we will get kind of wrapped up with subjective things where we're wondering what God's will for our life is, where a lot of us are walking around going, what the heck am I here for? Why'd you make me? Why did you make me the way I am? Um, why, why do you make me so freaking argumentative, God? Is there a flip side that's good on that? God why did you do this? Why did you make me so so ADHD why did you give me the trifecta combo of the bipolar depression ADHD fun time <laughs> Is that for other stuff certain things certain parts of it are good, but we ask well who do you think I should you know marry who do you what, what's your will for me should I go to school here should I quit this job should I Uh, apply for this job should I dump him man for actually this is just a prophetic word right now for some of you ladies in this room yes you should dump him like what's your plan for me God what's my purpose what is Or, or even things like am I am I am I worthy Am I loved? Really? Am I seen? Am I heard? Am I helped? Am I alone? Those sorts of things. But a lot of subjective questions. uh, And what we love to do is skip over the things that are directly answered right away. What's one piece of God's will for your life that you would be baptized? So if you're a believer in this room and you haven't been baptized... Um, His will for your life is that you would be baptized. You should know right now that you are going against His will. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, For those of you who maybe were baptized as a baby and you're going, well, I I don't know if that counts. It does count. (laughs) But my recommendation would be that you do it again. Because it's not about it counting, it's about the relationship that you have going on baptism has nothing to do with salvation it has everything to do with identification that this is who I am now that I have changed in some way I've surrendered in some way I've invited God into my life in this way and so I'm being baptized so that everybody sees it. We have a wedding so that everybody sees it. Yeah, there was a marriage, but maybe you didn't see it. We have a wedding so that every one of you can look in on it and you can hold me accountable. Remember when I made those promises? Remember when I said I was going to do this vow, this vow? Remember when I got baptized in front of you and it was that statement of where my life had gone and that I was, I was on a journey with God now? Man. Man. People show up and they see it, show up and they, they see it. I got baptized when I was 20 years old uh, by my wife, Allison, at the Tri-County Vineyard. And it was, I mean, I didn't see most of the day because it was just like, I had, you guys ever have horizontal tears? Yeah. <laughs> like just shooting out, I, cu- I mean, I couldn't stop crying. You guys know I'm emotional. I couldn't stop crying just at this thing it's my day of baptism and I'm and I didn't grow up going to church and all of the people in my family who said they went to church um, were Catholic they said and there was no Bible anywhere there was no uh, I I was not invited to church also I think about that a lot that I wasn't ever invited to church throughout my childhood Um, I had no idea that our high school had uh, Christian athletic clubs and things like that, that there were, I didn't even know those things existed. But I get baptized when I'm 20, and I got to tell you, when I'm 20 years old, that is the peak of where I'm caring what people think about me. Like, peak 20 years old, I love being 40 now, because it's like where you start to go like, I don't really care that much of what people think about me i can't wait to hit 60 where i'm like man don't you know nobody was thinking about you anyways looking forward to it god's will for us is to be to be baptized matthew 28 it says then jesus came to them and he said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me what Jesus is saying right now before we jump into the next part is, he's saying, um, Listen up, because I'm about to lay something very important down. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So he's got his friends, his boys all around him. He's saying, oh, I got to say something. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And I'm like, they like stop, they're like, I don't know, Peter and James are over there pushing each other and somebody's flicking somebody's ear. Oh, they get together. Well, What he's saying there, though, is that you guys need to hear this. What I say goes, and this is an important time. This is Matthew 28. This is us coming into what is known as the Great Commission. This is the, uh, the final word. His buddies don't know that it's Jesus' final words to them yet, but Jesus knows it is. And so he says, you need to listen right now. I have the final say on the truth. I have the final say on the truth. And so what I'm about to say, uh, you need to know that that is the truth, not, not whatever you heard growing up, not whatever type of church that you went to, not whatever type of church you didn't go to and you came up with or you formed from, that's what I always used to do, just kind of form an overall negative attitude and snarky idea about what I thought God meant or church meant, and, but I had no idea. He says, it doesn't matter what Tom Cruise says. This is what I'm about to say is the truth he says verse 19 therefore i want you to go and make disciples of all nations go and make disciples of all nations what about gay nations (laughs) yeah yeah i think so because we're all work why am i getting asked some of the questions i'm getting asked recently this church is come as you are you will be loved we're all in this together to make disciples of all nations For all of us to be making disciples of all nations. Therefore, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. The authority on baptism is Jesus. It's not me, uh, or what I'm saying today, I got to read the Bible and check it. He—he's the guy. Baptism, though, is um, the thing that's kind of weird about it. That—that that I like to talk about is that it is a, a word that is very strange in its meaning and and how it came about. When when on earth did we start with this idea of we were going to take people and we were going to dip them? under the water and pull them back out and that was going to be a thing about church baptism only means one thing, that word So whenever we hear baptism we know it means something to do with people getting dunked in the water at church right, that's what it means but baptism is one of those words that it used to mean more it used to mean more stuff and it was used for other things Um, certain words they, they either lose meaning or they change meaning over time, right Words change meaning. Sick, dope, drip, busing, <laughs> snowflake, viral, whip. I mean, we you, you, you Words end up changing meaning over time, and uh, baptism is one of those words. Weenus is one of those words too. <laughs> they got rid of the word weenus. Your your elbow was known as your weenus for the longest time. And then somebody came along and had to ruin that one. <laughs> it just would have been like, kids, get your weenuses off the table. <laughs> Baptism. Uh, we know it only as one word that means one thing. The original language where this word came from was baptizo. Baptizo uh, is the original Greek word, and it means. To, to submerge something completely, like to take a sponge and completely uh, get it to absorb water fully, um, that something would be dipped entirely into dunked into um, it just meant to get something completely wet, baptizo and that was it. it came from it wasn't a spiritual word, it came from dyeing like curtains, dyeing garments and things like that where you would take uh, whatever piece of fabric and you wanted to change it into purple you would put it into the dye you would baptizo the fabric and so you would dip or dunk it but all of a sudden the bible starts talking in a way and using language saying that we're going to go through a process of dipping or or dunking people like human people what the heck is that about I think this is because our God, again, is very, very, very symbolic, and he works through symbolism rather than what's practical a lot of times. So if you're a a note taker, what I want you to write down right now, kind of a couple of the big questions that come up with this topic when we when we talk about it, Um, here's the big one. Baptism is not about salvation. Baptism is not about salvation. A lot of people believe that when they became a Christian, they became a Christian because they got baptized. I'll say, how long have you been a believer? And they'll say, well, I I got baptized on. And I'm like, well, I don't care about that day. I mean, when did you start believing? It's a different, it's a different time. It's not, it's not about being saved when you're baptized. The point of baptism isn't salvation. Again, it's identification. It's who are you rolling with? I want to be identified as he is mine and I am his. I want to be identified as that. I want everybody to know. And so I want to do something where they see me. I want to do something where I invite people. I invite my dad who doesn't believe. I want to do something where I invite family members who don't believe and get them to come and see something. And maybe, who knows, maybe they start crying for whatever reason when they see it happen. Baptism is just a public declaration, though. Galatians 3, it says, So in Christ Jesus, you're all children of God through faith. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. Um baptism is essentially that the scene in Elf saying I'm in love I'm in love and I don't care who knows it. Right? Elf? Yes. Oh my gosh. You know, my <laughs> wife and I won Elf trivia at a bar up the street uh last year. So get it together. But it is saying, oh, I'm in love with Jesus. I don't care who knows it. Um, I'm not ashamed of this. I'm not hiding this part of me. I'm no longer... I'm, for a lot of us, it was the getting to that spot of not worrying that people think I'm a hypocrite because I'm inviting people to this thing who know some of my crimes. And so they're looking at me who... Maybe they're thinking, oh, he thinks he has his whole life together. And I'm like, on the contrary. I recognize it's ridiculous. And I had to surrender it over to somebody else. Baptism isn't about salvation. It's about it's a culmination of things, a culmination of things that have already been going on inside of you. This is where all of a sudden something on the outside world matches up to the inside going on something already happened John three sixteen says for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son and that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life uh, so how do you get eternal life how do you go to heaven uh, nice guys don't go to heaven nice girls don't go to heaven um, forgiven ones do And you are forgiven by surrendering your life to Jesus and recognizing that he died on a cross for you, that he paid a penalty that you couldn't pay, that you could never be reconciled with God. And so God came up with this plan where he would sacrifice his own son so that you could be found innocent when you have to face God because the penalty of death has already been paid on your behalf. And so when God looks at you and you think, You owe him, man, all of the wrongs I did, man, I owe you. The swear jar is... I spent it. But he looks at you and he sees the face of Jesus because Jesus gave his life up for you even though he was perfect. He took sin onto himself so that you wouldn't have to be punished. And so... John 3.16 means whoever believes in him. There's a lot of things about believing in him. But I just gave you the basics of it. That he did what he did for me. That he went to the cross for me. All it says you have to do here is believe. And so you can believe and become a Christian. It does not say you need to be baptized. But that symbolism keeps going through further of something normal being something way more than normal. You get dipped into this water like an old garment. It symbolizes that part that the old you is gone. Like, when do they dye fabrics? This one is all busted. It's all dirty. It's stained up. We're going we're to dye it a, a nice, darker color And it's going to come out and look brand new. The old is dead and the new has come to life. I can't believe that's the same thing. I can't believe that's the same Ryan that went into that water and the one that came out. I can't believe that. Like The next thing if you're a note taker. Just to hammer this one hard, because as soon as we leave here today, it's happened every year for like 18 years or something. Uh, I'm going to teach this, the words are going to fall out of my mouth in the next few sentences, and then right after the service, you're going to say, Well, don't I have to get baptized to get into heaven? (laughs) What do you think I'm going to say right now? You don't get baptized to get into heaven, you don't get baptized to get into heaven. Uh, which brings up some weirdness with people getting their babies baptized. Because if we're really honest about it, it's because we want our babies to be cool with God if something horrible happens, right? Baptism isn't necessary for that. The time for baptism is after the relationship with God begins. And so we have people say, well, how old do kids have to be? I'm like, I don't know however old they need to be to get it. And we've had three-year-olds who get it. And they're like, yes, I just, I want everybody to know that I love Jesus. they, They get the whole thing. And so I have no idea how old they need to be. We just want them to get it. I'm following Christ now, and I want everybody to know about it. If you haven't been baptized, do I think that you should? Yes. Um, if you don't, oh, well, you're good. No judgment from me. Well oh, probably a little because I'm super judgy. I'm just sorry. I'm trying. I have, I have good long stints of non-judginess, but then it, it creeps up and bites me sometimes. And so if you don't get baptized, you are not going to hell. If you didn't have a part in the decision, you were baptized when you were a baby or when you were a little kid, and it wasn't up to you, if you didn't have a part in that decision, then I would say, you ought to do it. You ought to, you ought to double dip. Because then it's, then, it's, then it's you owning your own faith. It's you owning your relationship with God. It's, it's Man, it's a it's a big deal. My wife Allison was baptized as a baby. Um, as I said, she baptized me when I was 20 years old, um, and since she had been baptized as a baby, she was that was kind of one of the rules at the Vineyard Tri County that they needed to be baptized to be able to baptize you. That made sense, and so uh, she was good. She was baptized as a baby and didn't feel the need to get baptized again. And she baptized me. And then, I don't don't know how the heck it works, but at some point, God grabbed a hold of her at one of our baptisms many years later and told her, it's time for you to do it for yourself. And I got to baptize my wife. And... And it was the it was the time that it needed to be. It was the right one. But just to like getting baptized as a baby doesn't really do it doesn't do anything spiritual um, for you. Two things happen when you get baptized as a baby. You get real wet and you made your mommy happy. Again, it's not up to us to decide uh, how old somebody has to be to be baptized what we have always done here are baby dedications. And so I will tell you, I ain't dunging no baby. If you throw a baby at me, I will slab it down. <laughs> we we want whoever's being baptized to, to know what they're doing. That's all. Unless you have a very advanced baby. <laughs> and so we do baby dedications. The baby dedications are really cool because if... if if you want to, and I know where you're coming from. You're wanting to, well, I just want to dedicate my child to the Lord. I want, I want to say that I'm going to raise them. Yes, exactly. That you're going to raise them in a godly way the best that you know how. You're going to dedicate them then. And so if you want to do that, if you have a baby, a, a toddler, whatever, anyone who's, who's not ready to make that decision on their own yet, you can sign up for baby dedications Uh, either on the app or in the you can drop it in the seed boxes oh man we got a couple woos it's been a while or out in the lobby at the connections desk you can you can sign up out there for baby dedications the really cool thing is that those names that we get for the baby dedications it's been a tradition for us to forward those names on to our prayer team uh, the prayer team just goes over that list of names. They will sit on one for a little while and then everybody uh, will just share any words that they feel like they're getting. Anything that they, they're saying, God, would you just tell me something about this kid that we can speak into life, that we can write down? Maybe, do you have anything for us? And so things get written down like courageous leader. Man, do you know what a certificate that says these people prayed for you and the words they heard were courageous leader. You know what that can do to a little kid? Man, and it just is a really, really cool opportunity. Acts chapter 2, it says, with many other words, he warned them. He pleaded with them. He said, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. And then it says, those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. Those who accepted the message then got baptized. Have you accepted the message already, but you haven't been baptized? Water's calling. And what an evangelism opportunity it is to be able to invite friends and family to it who wouldn't normally go to church or something. And you can say, but I'm, de- I'm the star. You got to come. And uh, they could be part of the towel team or whatever. Um, to be able to show them that. I got sucked into church watching people get Baptized. I don't have anything else. Let's finish. <laughs> Got my my prayer uh, for today is that just we would call people out who are are feeling that nudge, that urge, that that desire to be baptized. That they want to make a bigger step in their faith. They want to dedicate something to you they want to to show the rest of the world that they've made a commitment to you they want to share some piece of their story about what you've been doing or what you've brought them through Uh, we've just seen miracles happen with people Uh, those in the recovery programs who have who have left those hopeless drug addicted lives And have been loved and connected with and, and just restored. God, you've just been doing work. And we want this to be a day where we get to celebrate it. If anybody is in here and they, they're ready to go deeper with you, just that you would give them that, that final push to do it, and that they'd know they got friends that are right here with them. Nothing they got to worry about. Lord, we love you in the way that you do things. Thank you for loving us the way that we are. Help us to love all the people that we see today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, hey, God bless you guys. If you are interested in being baptized, even if maybe you're on the fence, you're like, I would like some more information about it, please sign up out in the lobby, and uh, we will get you dunked underwater very soon. For more information about Vineyard Westside, please visit vineyardwestside.com.